understand that there's times that you just got to get shit done. Yeah. Like, it's great to have all these little strategies and it's, you know, these little triggers. And, but at the end of the day, uh-huh. grow up, be a grown up, yeah. and understand you just got to get it done. Yes. You may hate it. You may not like it. It may be so boring and uninteresting to you, but sometimes stuff has to get done. Yep. And you just got to do it. Ty, Yo. I've got a new show for you to watch on Netflix. <laughs> well, when you what do you find time. What you got? And maybe you've already started this. Vikings Valhalla. Oh, I haven't? Have I you haven't. not started that? No, I haven't. I thought of you when I started watching yeah, it. Yeah, why? Because it's a bunch of blondes. Because it's a bunch of ogres <laughs> running around chopping each other's heads off. <laughs> a bunch of dudes with protruded <laughs> eyebrow bones. <laughs> no, it's it's about the obviously about the Vikings yeah. uh, back in the day. Uh-huh. And, and uh, what, Denmark and England yep. and Europe, that yeah, whole the area. Danes. Yeah, the yeah. Danes uh-huh. and, and trying to take over England and all that. It's very, very interesting. So I, I am in actually this... This week, actually, when this airs last week, uh, literally, like my favorite show on Netflix is The Last Kingdom, and oh yeah, it's about yeah. it's about the the Saxons, the Brits yep. Yep. fighting the Danes and and the Vikings. Right. So now we're seeing the other side of yeah. that. Yeah, that's right. All right. And I think there's some references to that show. There's a actually. pre there's a pre show called Vikings, and this is the second one. Vikings of yeah. Valhalla. Vikings Valhalla, yeah. yeah. This is a, they've only got one season. I will say, and this is just being nitpicky, this is just my personal preference. I don't mind hour-long shows, but sometimes they drag them on, I feel like, okay. to become an hour. Okay. And that one, some of these episodes feel like that. They feel like, I feel like they could have condensed them a little got bit. It. But, so just be, I'm there's the parts, it's a I little slow. I hate it when it's rushed. So I hate, hate well, it when it's yeah. rushed. So this is personal preference. All right. But Vikings yeah, of Valhalla. Check it out. Vikings of Valhalla. All right. Uh, it's a good one. Uh, before we jump into, because we're actually procrastinating right now from the, yeah. the subject of procrastination, yeah. let's talk about something else <laughs> before we get to. But it. before we jump into it, we do want to thank our partners. Uh, of course, you guys heard us talk about them a million times. First one being Sleep Number, uh, and if you listen to les- yesterday's episode, which is about caffeine, Sleep Number is actually helping you not need caffeine yep. by the way that you sleep and recover. Uh, with all of their technology, we've talked about a hundred times the heart rate variability, uh, the heart rate, um, respiratory rate, all of this feedback that it gives you based on your previous night's sleep. It gives you a score every single morning, and it's fun to compare that to your yeah. partner, um, see who got the better sleep score. Uh, but it truly does keep you energized, keep you recovered, keep you rested well throughout the day. You don't get that 2.30 crash anymore, at least I don't, yeah. since sleeping on the sleep number bed. Uh, it, it adjusts to you as you move, as yep. you sleep through the night. It temperature control. I mean, it it really is wild how much they have put into these beds yeah. uh, compared to the beds we grew up sleeping oh, on. It's, it's insane. And I, we were having a conversation this last weekend uh, just about the bed, and we're talking about how differently spouses sleep, and um, and so I'm like describing how like yeah, no, like she sleeps. And she's got her foot warmer on. She's got a heated blanket. She's got all this. And then I just, I'm 
cool and uh, this and like oh you guys like sleep in different rooms I'm like no we're in the same bed like her side is literally yeah. that different right. than mine and yeah. mine because of the abilities like i said you can control it side by side so she sleeps on a completely different angle than i do i mean it's there's so many things that you can do that are per, like perfectly custom to you while still lying next to your yeah. spouse yeah customization that's what we're all about these days so get yourself to a sleep number store get the vip treatment Tell them that one shot sent you. We've had a couple of the listeners give us some feedback. They've gotten uh, some sleep number beds because of this show. So we, really, we always love hearing that. Um, so get yourself to sleep number or sleepnumber.com. Our second partner, yes. of course, is Choctaw Casino and Resort. Uh, can't, can't think of a better way to spend a Friday or Saturday night. That's right. Or any night of the week. But mm. for my lifestyle, that's usually the night that works best. But Getting up there, it's just, what do you like to say? It's yeah. a short drive. Short like drive up 75. You're up man. there in an hour or yep. less uh, for us since we live so far north. Um, but they've got amazing restaurants. They've got resort-style pool. They've got luxury hotel. They've got 3,000 brand-new slot machines, if that's your thing. They've got tables and tables till the eye can see. Uh, they've got kids' VIP arcade, room. VIP I mean, room. Sports bars, if you're, if you're up there and you love watching sports, oh my I mean, gosh. there's no better yeah. place. The league. The league. Yes. It's it's unbelievable. You, you literally can't move your head without seeing a massive TV in, yeah. that, in that sports bar. Everywhere. So everywhere's a great view. Yeah. So get yourself up to Choctaw Casino Resort. Let your hair down. Times are crazy right now. Yeah. We're all stressed. Get up to Choctaw and relieve some of that stress. Yeah, it really is. And here's the deal, too. With gas prices going as high as it. You don't have to Carpool drive. Carpool with a buddy. You don't have to drive very far. <laughs> That's it's right. It's right there. That's right. It's a cheap trip. And even if you do have to drive, carpool with somebody. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but get yourself up there. It's a great time. Uh, procrastination. Yeah. That's the topic I wanted to discuss today. And this actually came to mind uh, about a week or two ago for me. Really, it's, uh, it's something I deal with all the time. It's not like this is a new concept for me or for you or for anybody listening. But I do think of a couple of scenarios that have popped up in the last couple of years, yeah. even in our country and worldwide, that really made me think about this concept of procrastination, why we procrastinate. And the two events were, do you remember, I want to take you back. Do you remember in 2020, when the pandemic first went down, everybody's freaking out, not real sure. Uh, and do you remember the run on PPE equipment, masks, yeah. things like that? And the message at the time was, hey, you don't need a mask. They're not really going to do anything for you. And the reason they now say that they were exclaiming that was because we were short. They yeah. didn't want to run out of supplies for our first responders. Oh. And so we weren't prepared in that moment to face something like this. So that was the first incident I, I thought of. So, at, you know, at some point, and now again, I, I'm not going to, you know, get into the weeds of why we weren't prepared or whatever, but it is that concept of, yeah. hey, not, not, we're good. We don't yeah. need to restock on PPE. We're fine. What, what's going to happen? Right. And then when the moment came that we needed to have it, we, didn't, we weren't ready because yeah. we were procrastinating. The other moment I think of is actually happened in the last couple of weeks. So I was listening a little bit more about the Ukraine-Russian yeah. war. And apparently, you know, if, if you've been listening to President Biden, he's been talking about how Russia is planning something. He's been talking about this since back in November. So it's not like it just came out of nowhere, out of the blue, all of a sudden. Now, they didn't know when, yeah. but they've been talking about this since past November that this could happen. And over the weekend, I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about how the neighboring countries are getting a lot of refugees in from Ukraine. Uh -huh. 
but they're not prepared for them. They don't have the beds. They don't have any food. They don't have enough food. There's just so much that they're lacking for this wave of immigrants. And again, you don't know when it's going to happen, but that just stuck out to me as another moment of procrastination that, that nobody was prepared for. Even though it's been threatened for months now, nobody was getting ready for this. And now all of a sudden they're scrambling trying to handle all these people. So again, that's what got me kind of initially interested in the, the idea of procrastination because I'm not great uh, or maybe I am great at procrastinating from time to time. Yeah. Uh, and so it got me, got me interested in, in looking up why do we procrastinate? What's the, what's the purpose of it? Why do we do it? If we know it's bad for us, what's the deal? And I think it's helpful to, to, to term or, or to define the phrase procrastination, which is a self-regulatory failure to initiate an act despite knowing the negative consequences. So if we know it's, we're delaying despite the negative consequences, why do we continue to do it? And so what I did was I went and I was doing some research and, and I found this study. And the study, they, they took hundreds of people and they gave them these different, um, uh, what's the word, uh, surveys, and just trying to get to know their personality. And what came out of this study was a couple of different reasons of why we procrastinate. And I wanted to get your thoughts yeah. and what you agree with, what you disagree with, what your thoughts are. So they said one reason we procrastinate is what's called your regulatory mode. So AKA how you're wired, okay. what type of person you are. And they broke it down into the two different types of people. Number one type of person is the assessment type individual. The assessment type individual focuses on evaluating options and contrasting alternatives. Individuals with high assessment orientation deliberately search for the best possible choice. They constantly appraise their own and others' decisions, goals, and attainments against critical standards. This can lead to procrastination, right? You're constantly thinking, what's the best choice? Yeah, exactly. The the phrase paralysis by analysis comes to mind when you think of this type person. The second type person they talk about is a locomotion type individual. And this type of person focuses on initiating and progressing towards a desired end state. Individuals with high locomotion orientation are concerned with maintaining steady action from one state to another without distraction. These individuals are less likely to procrastinate. So this is the type of person, they're a go-getter, they're somebody who just gets after it, and they want forward motion constantly. Of those two, if we were just going to break down people, and again, I know we're all, what's the thing? Is it a Venn diagram where it's like the two circles? That, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a Venn diagram. Like you yeah. probably have somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in yeah. the middle. You have yeah. different traits and different scenarios where you're one or the other. But what do you, if you had to pick one, what do you gravitate more towards? Yeah. So I think it, out of those two circles, I don't overanalyze too much. I'm a locomotion person, but I don't agree with that they're less likely to procrastinate. Or maybe I'm just in that you know, the less likely that do procrastinate right? because where my, my issue is, is I always want to be busy moving going forward. But the problem is, is if it's not right now, I I'll deal with it when I deal with it. Mm. Like, and so it's, I, I, we talk about it at work, right? We, we do, I do the, I do the urgent, not the important. Right? Mm-hmm. I do what's important right now, yep. not what's important in the long run. And that's mm-hmm. what I struggle with. I've got to, that's something that I've, I've really got to 
and I have been working and focusing on is saying, okay, hey, what is the ultimate goal? And that needs to become urgent, not what's just I need to do right this moment. Yeah, that's interesting because that's actually reason number two why we procrastinate is what you huh. exactly what you said, our perception of time. Huh. So, but to answer number one, I'm more of a if again if I had to pick, yeah, I'm more of an assessment type. I like to have things figured out before I jump in head first. Yeah. I like to know what I'm doing before I go. Now there's certain things. Now when I know, when I do know, I'm a yeah. locomotion. Go. Right? Yeah, I just sure. go. Like if yeah. I know the task at hand yeah. and I know what, what's expected of me, I'm out the gate. Yeah. But it takes me some time to get there. So if I had to lean one way or the other, I would agree with that. I would say I'm an assessment type individual. That. I like to ask questions. I like to be sure. I don't like that feeling of unknowing before I now I'm trying to because there's scenarios where that obviously gets you in trouble. Yeah. And so I'm trying to be a little bit better about, yeah. hey, just jump in and figure out as you go. Yeah. Because there's something admirable about that to me. Now, others who all they do is jump head first, maybe they want to be a yeah. little bit more assessment. Yeah, but. and I, I feel like that assessment type can be really good. And I think it's one of the things that you brought up, too, is that you're not only assessing your situation and scenarios, is you're assessing others. And if you can take that assessment, assess your situation and others, look at the results that are associated with those actions and then apply it to yourself and then go into the locomotion stage, mm -hmm. right? Maybe it's less time because a lot of time we individualize ourselves and we think, okay, we're different. It's just me. Like nobody else is the same as me, which is true, but like nobody else has gone through what I've gone through. Nobody else is in the same situation or has been, or is facing the things in the future that I'm going to face. Well, maybe some truth to that, but the reality is if you can take and you can learn a lesson from somebody else, and apply it to yourself, maybe that may mitigate some of the procrastination. Mm -hmm. Saying, okay, hey, okay, he did that and that. I'm gonna learn from that. I'm gonna emulate that or I'm gonna do the opposite of that. And then I'm gonna get those results because I've already I already know what my goals are and I'm gonna learn from them as well as I am. It's like this. It, it's my kids flag football team. The one thing that I I harp on them a lot is if I'm coaching somebody else, you better be listening. Because I'm not gonna coach it again. If you were standing right there, even though I was talking to him, you better pick up on it. Yeah. And yeah. so that way it's like, it's the same thing. It's like procrastination. If I'm listening to somebody else and I have the, I have the information from somebody else's experience, why can't I apply that to myself yeah. and use it? And now you're not waiting until, okay, I, I get burnt deep mm. and the coach is going to do the same thing to me. Then I implement it. Yeah. That's procrastination. Yeah. No, that's good. Really good. So number two reason why we procrastinate, which is what you were talking about a second ago, is our perception of time. So from the study, it said how individuals prioritize activities is intertwined with their time perception. We psychologically categorize our experiences into past, present, and future frames. Individuals with a predominant past frame seldom take chances. They make choices using their previous experiences. People with a predominant present frame are more concerned with reality than expectation of future events. Finally, so that I think you kind of fall in that category, yeah, yep, right? What's yep. what's important now? Yep. Finally, individuals with a predominant future frame are concerned with the outcome. Hence, they strive for long-term goal attainment by committing to work and resisting distractions. So past-focused individuals tend to procrastinate based on past experiences and the need and the need to assess situations further. Yeah. So this probably falls in line with that assessment type individual. This happened to me in the past. Yeah. Here's what I experienced. And I kind of want to, eh, yeah, maybe I no. shouldn't do this yet. Yeah. That's the type of person yeah, who's risk more. Adverse. And again, yeah. you, you, we're probably all a mixture of the three, yeah. but there's people that 
lean more towards the past right. focus. Present focus individuals, which is what you said you more, focus on here and now and their desire for what feels good or what needs to be done in the moment, yeah. a.k.a. instant gratification. Yep. So it's not necessarily you're constantly looking for what gratifies me now, but you're saying but I what am. needs to get done now. But I am because I like the feeling of finishing a task. There you go. So that can keep you procrastinating yeah. from other things That's that right. need to get More done important things. in the future. Right. That's right. And then lastly, individuals who are future-focused tend to not procrastinate as they're able to accept delayed gratification. So these individuals are more thinking, okay, let, let, let's use an example of, of saving money. Yeah. I've got all this money. You know, I'm making a good income. Uh, the present focus individual says, well, I want to go buy this. I want to go yeah. buy that. I want to spend my money on this. The future-oriented person says, well, I want to retire at 65. Yeah. So I should probably take some of that money and, and uh. store it away because they're so focused on that future goal of they're not going to procrastinate on saving their money. Yeah. They're going to get it done now. That's right. So that's probably likely the person who's more likely or least likely to procrastinate. Yes. Yeah. I think it's it's understanding and, and like I said, accepting that they're delayed gratification, but also finding finding gratification in delayed gratification. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say I'll lean to the middle one like you. Yeah. I, I have a little bit more not not more than you, but I, I think I do have a little bit more there's a lot in my mind that does make me future oriented. Yeah. And, and I, and I do have a, a grasp of the things I want to accomplish in the yeah. future, but little stuff or it's, and sometimes big stuff. I do succumb to how I feel now. Yeah. But what I think you do a good job of is you do put things down on paper. So you, you have the ability to like, say, okay, Hey, here's my goal. Here's where I want to be. And you're finding that instant gratification in like, the process of sure. getting to yeah. it. I'm right? trying to get better at that for sure. So I would say that you just, it, it's really hard if, if you don't have a plan and you don't have something down, it's really hard to just say, Hey, this abstract time when I can retire, just put this, you know, let's yeah. keep saving money. Right. But if you're saying, okay, Hey, here's my plan at 65. So at, you know, in a year from now, I want to save this mm -hmm. in five years. I want to save this. And so, and so right. Really break it down. And you do a good job of, of, breaking that long-term goal up into a bunch of smaller goals. Yeah, thank you. Uh, number three, why we procrastinate. It's how we feel in the moment, what we just talked about. Procrastinators often attend more to their current mood than any consequences coming from avoiding the task. We want to avoid the stress of having to perform the task, not realizing that there is actually a more extreme stress associated with delaying the task. Yeah. So we tend to procrastinate when the work is perceived Sorry, before I get to that one, react to that first one. We want to avoid the stress of having to do the work, not realizing that the stress from not doing the work is actually worse yeah. down the road. So this happens to me tax time every single year. <laughs> every single year. It's yes. like, uh, like I've got to go through all my receipts and, and i got to pull everything, everything organized. i got to make sure I've got all my statements. i got to make sure I've got all my my W-2s and K-1s and 1099s and all these things, right? And it's always every single year. And then once I start, it's fine. Yeah. But it's the stress of starting mm -hmm. that pushes me back. And then it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, I've got to get my taxes out, like, this week for yeah. my accountant to get it done. Right. And so every year, it's 
every single year it's always something yeah. and yeah. i 100 percent agree with that a lot of people struggle with this and when it comes to fitness yes right, that's the obvious one yeah. i don't feel like working out today even though i know in 10 years yeah. i'm gonna have these hard health issues i'm gonna have overweight all, all the diabetes whatever but i don't feel like doing it right now so i'm not going to yeah. so that's a big struggle my big struggle and if you've listened to this podcast any amount of time you've heard this, me say this before is when it comes to business development in our day-to-day job yeah I keep pushing it off because there's other tasks that need to get done. Uh-huh. And I play this up in my head like this is such a horrible task to have to do is develop, you know, do business development, which is not fun. Yeah. But it, whenever I do get it done, the feeling I get when it's done, yeah. it feels so good, number one. And number two, it's never as bad as I played it up in my head. Yeah. It's like that wasn't, that wasn't bad at all. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I procrastinate Always. because I think, oh, it's going to be terrible. Yeah. So that's another story. And then uh, the other thing they talk about when I'm talking about um, how we feel in the moment. So we tend to procrastinate when the work is perceived to be boring or uninteresting. When the work is stimulating or interesting, we have no trouble getting it done. I couldn't agree with that more. When it's something, when it's a topic that I'm super in, like, like this topic today, researching this topic, I didn't have any, pro- how ironic is that? I had no problem procrastinating to learn more about procrastination yeah, because it was interesting to me. I was fascinated. Why do we do this? Yeah. And so it was a stimulating subject matter. Yeah. Whereas in school, I think back in intro to accounting, I would never get around to studying until the night before the test yeah. because I'm like, this is the most boring thing ever. Yeah. I, I don't. Now, should I have had more maturity and, you know, realize the other Four, aspects of it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But in the moment, Dude, I delayed not, yeah. as much I as possible. Have, I didn't have that capacity. <laughs> I had a roommate that did. That literally, I mean, and he was a 4.4 GPA, graduated with his MBA in under five years. Like, it was just like, and he was, he would go and he would put in the preemptive work. Yeah. And he would, like, study and and then we had a couple classes together. But to him, did he? So two questions: uh-huh. Did he a was he somebody that actually did a, did enjoy those classes? Did that interest him? Or B was he somebody that's more future oriented? Yes, he did. You know why he it was interesting to him is because he knew what the long term goal was. Yeah, so he's, he's like, more future oriented. Yeah, he's like I'm. I know that like my football career is only going to last so mm-hmm. long. And he played in the league for a few years, and he was and. But, like, he knew, like, I am going to apply this, so, like, I'm super interested in this. Yes. Like, it makes, like, it gets, it got him all jacked up and excited about it. See, that's, it's, like, monotonous is the work, yeah. writing a paper, doing the research, all that, like it was. He's like, this is going to help me in business. That's a golden ticket yeah. mentality because no matter what I have to do, this future distant goal is so important to me, I'll do anything it takes to yeah. get there. Yeah. And I get that. Uh-huh. And that's, I guess, ideal where you want to get to. But, again... I was just, I used to, and still do some, uh-huh. I used to let how I felt in the moment of this sucks. I don't want to do this. 100%. And, and it's like, I, this is a bad example, so I'm not going to say it. Um, what, when I go to bed, right, if I'm, if I'm researching something, unfortunately, that doesn't always align with like my day job. Yeah. We've talked about this, yeah. right? It's like, I don't, and, and, just plainly, right? Like, I don't get all jacked up to go through and look at office space and what's available <laughs> and all that stuff. Like, that yeah. just is not super. And I, and I love my job and I love what I do during the day. But, like, it's not like I'm, like, putting in a ton of time right. to know every single space yep. in my in my market, right? Yeah. 
And but, some people do. Yeah. And that's it, totally right. And, and it gets. But and, I'm with you. I'm 100%. Like, I don't wake up jacked yeah. up thinking, I can't wait to read the market report today. Yeah. Now, now, am I jacked up to get on and look at what ranch land is available in like far <laughs> north Texas? Yes. Right. That speaks yes. to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's easy to do that. And so a lot of times it's like, okay, we're doing something. And I'm not saying I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing, but like, if you can, right? Figure out a way to either make it exciting what you're doing or make what you're doing exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll talk about that here in a second. Some ways that you can overcome these fields of procrastination. That's that's one of them we're talking about. The last reason they said why we procrastinate this study uh, is a concept called locus of control. And this refers to the degree to which one views an outcome as contingent on internal forces, i.e., personal characteristics, this is how I'm built, uh, my personal effort level. So it's it's your view contingent on that versus external forces. And this is, I think of the victim mentality when I think of this. It's either fate or chance or luck or it's out of my control. There's nothing I can do about it. So how much of life you feel that you control dictates or can dictate the level of procrastination that that you do. It says numerous studies have indicated an association between locus of control and procrastination. For example, participants with a high internal locus of control, so somebody that thinks that they have a lot of control, yeah. were less likely to procrastinate, and those who procrastinated were shown to have a high external locus of control. Yeah. So people thinking, well, there's nothing I can do about it, right? It's not in my, you know, it's not my fault. Those people tend to delay. Yeah. According to this, those people tend to delay a little bit when it comes to getting getting things done. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I, I agree that you feel like, hey, I'm not going to wait on everything else to be perfect. It's mm-hmm. in my control. I just need to start. I need to get going. I think that's a healthy way to approach it. I think that also is there has to be a little bit of the the low locus control, right? Is is if there is something that is out of your control, because not everything is in our control, right? then you need to let it go and not carry that burden. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I failed, I failed. It's like, no, like we went into a pandemic, yeah. right? Like there was nothing that you could do about that right. that shut down all the restaurants of that restaurant that you just started, right. right? You have very little control over that, so don't bear that weight of failure because it is in your control and nobody else controls it but me. Right. And I just, you know, for me, from a faith perspective, um, I I really try to dance that healthy balance of like, okay, hey, it's on me to get it started and to to be the worker. But it's also if there's something that's out of my control, I've got to let it go because I know that that I've got someone that's taking care of me. Right. That, That it's all part of it. Right. So there's that sense of peace that allows me to get back up and start again. And if I if I get set, if I get knocked down, hey, mm hmm. If it was my control, learn from it, fix it. If it is out of my control, recognize it is out of my control, move on and get going again. Yeah. 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 So to recap, and again, we all fall, we're, we're, we have different aspects of our life and our mind that, that fall in each of these categories. But to recap, if you're going to stereotype a procrastinator, you'd say number one, they tend to assess situations carefully before taking action. Number two, are past or present focused. So they either think about everything that happened back back then to them or the here and now is the only thing that's important to them. Three, they emphasize what's good for them now. And or four, believe their personal characteristics have little effect on the outcome. So if you're if you lean towards those four things, you're likely to be 
somebody who delays getting things done that, yeah. that need to get done. And so that's a problem, obviously. I don't know if we want to state the obvious, but that's an issue if you're constantly delaying things. You're, you're constantly in a state of catch-up. Yeah. And you're constantly in a state of you're trying to, to make up ground. Yeah. And so that's obviously a problem. So how do we overcome feelings of procrastination? I want to go through these quickly. There's a couple of ways that our old friend James Clear talks about yeah. from Atomic Habits. He says, number one, make both the rewards of long-term behavior and the cost of procrastination more immediate. Yeah. So in other words, um, if losing 30 pounds is something that you want to do, uh-huh. imagine yourself what life is going to look like, that long-term reward of losing those 30 pounds. Imagine what that's going to feel like. Yeah. Right. But yeah. Make how it good make, it's going to feel when you get to that moment. That's right. That's right. That's and, that's making that long term reward feel more immediate. Because in the moment, I'm thinking, man, that's going to feel awesome. Yeah. Try to uh, try to design or try to um, create what that feeling is now. Yeah. Right. Every workout, like, oh, I'm that much closer yes. to that feeling. Yes. Oh, I'm there. Like, and it's not like mind trickery. But it is a little bit. Yeah. It's that, like, hey, trick yourself into saying, yes, like, I'm that much closer today. Mm-hmm. Whether the scale says it, whether the mirror shows it, I'm that much closer yeah. to my goal. That's a great point. Uh, or if well, you want Hold on, the consequences okay. of the part. Like, the consequences of procrastination. So that's, that's a real thing. If you, can, if you can feel the consequences immediately before you feel the consequences of procrastination – that's a big deal. And so, but that takes effort. That takes work. That takes saying, okay, hey, here is, here is what I have laid out. And it takes a plan, right? Mm-hmm. Because you can't just say, ah, oh, I didn't do it today, but I didn't work it into my schedule. If you literally choose not to do the task that you've set out for yourself, try to make that feel the consequence. My suggestion is to put your hands on a counter and let your wife take a switch to your knuckles <laughs> and just feel it in your knuckles with a wooden switch, and you'll feel what procrastination feels like. There you like. go. Maybe I'm less, kidding. Don't do that, guys. <laughs> Maybe that was, less barbaric that, than that. That. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> Something he suggests is make a bet with a friend or family yeah. member. So yeah. if I don't get this done by, you know, Wednesday, yeah. I got to give you 50 bucks. Yeah. Just something like, something that's going to yeah. hurt a little bit. Yep. That makes you get going. Makes There's you this get cool after. tool called Venmo now that, like, there you, you literally, like, when you hit pay or request and you hit the pay button and it's like because i didn't do something yeah. it stinks yeah so that's a way to not as much as getting your knuckles whipped but <laughs> it that's a way to make the costs more immediate <laughs> is, is by doing something like that uh number two when possible pick subjects or tasks you're interested in we just talked about that uh-huh. if it's possible go after something that you really are interested in yeah now again i get this is a longer conversation responsibilities yeah. i un- totally understand all that but at, when it's possible uh-huh you're less likely to procrastinate if it's something you're truly interested in. Right. Like you said, Tyler, it doesn't take much for you to want to go research farmland. Yeah. That's not a big deal. Or ranches. That's yeah. not a big deal to you. Yeah. So you're actually excited. It's not like I'm going to have to pull and prod you. Hey, Tyler, we got to go look at this, this yeah. ranch. Yeah. Because you want to do it. It's something sure. you desire. Yeah. So try to find tasks or subjects that you're interested in. Number three, remove procrastination triggers from your environment. This goes back to the book. Uh, if nutrition, something you're trying to get a hold of, not having junk food in the house yeah. is one thing. Um, or if you're trying to get a bunch of work done and you're at your house, maybe pick yourself up, go to a coffee shop. Yeah. Now there's different distraction, a coffee shop, but like for me, when I work, I work at home, there's times where I can be really focused, but there's other times like, oh, I got to clean those dishes. Oh, I got to fold the laundry. Yeah. Oh, I got to clean this yeah. because there's so many distractions. Yeah. There. So picking yourself up and removing you from that distraction, if 
getting something done work-wise needs to get right. done. And then number four, and I want to end on this one. Understand that there's times that you just got to get shit done. Yeah. Like, it's great to have all these little strategies and it's, you know, these little triggers. And, but at the end of the day, uh-huh. grow up, be a grown-up, yeah. and understand you just got to get it done. Yes. You may hate it. You may not like it. It may be so boring and uninteresting to you, but sometimes stuff has to get done. Yep. And you just got to do it. Yep. So uh, we're going through we're going through something, and I'm in 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 our church. It's a, a sermon series, and, and we're going to talk a little bit more about this later. But there's a there's a chapter in Proverbs, right? And Proverbs is if you're not familiar, a book in the Bible that really kind of talks a lot about wisdom, and it talks about it's it's not a to do list, and if you take it as a to do list, you're missing the point. Um, but one thing, and, and we were talking about this yesterday, um, is so Proverbs 31, it's the last book in Proverbs. And I was reading this yesterday and I'm like, and I highlighted it and then I underlined it. Um, so it's talking about this poem is, is talking about the, it's the, the good wife, right? The, and a lot of women's like, um, seminars and conferences they talk about this and you probably see women like proverbs 31 on the mug and talking about like the good wise wife but one of the things is is really what it's talking about is is it's it's relating the church to christ right and what we're supposed to be to christ because talk about the church is the bride of christ but anyways so it's just a metaphor it's not just saying hey wives have to be this this Mm -hmm. is talking to men too um so starting at 17 um, I'm sorry, at 19. So Proverbs 31, 19, it says, she puts her hands to the distaff and her, and her hands hold the spindle. She opens her hand to the poor, reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of snow for her household, for uh, all of her household are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for herself, her coverings for linen, fine people. Her husband is, let me go back. I, I started too late. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, so she seeks wool and flax and works with willing hands. She's like the ships of the merchant. She brings food from afar. She rises while it is yet night and provides food for her households and portions for her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. She dresses herself with strength, and she makes her arms strong. So talking about procrastination, right? She sees it, and she does it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it just... You just got to go. You just got to do things. You just have to see a field. I got to buy it and I got to plan on it because I know that my family's going to need food. I've got to wake up when it's still night and I've got to work because my family needs me to. There's times that you just have to do things. Yeah. Yeah. Just have to get up and go get your workout in at 5 a.m. because that's the only time. So you're not taking time away from your family. Yeah. So I, I agree with you, man. There's times that you just got to get it done. Yeah, and that may not be politically correct or by the studies or the science, yeah. but just understand it has to get done. There's times. It, it just has to get done. Yeah. So if you're struggling with procrastination, try some of those steps. Do your research. Do what you got to do, but understand there's times you just got to get done. Yeah. And speaking of get it done, this episode's over. <laughs> <laughs> so we appreciate you guys. We love you. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share. If you found anything interesting, if you learned something today, share it with a friend. Uh, we're obviously trying to grow this thing and get it as big as possible. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram. All that good stuff. 
Uh, we appreciate you guys. We hope you have a great rest of the week, and we will see you on Monday. Now it's really done.